0: Welcome to the Terrible Podcast, another special edition of the Terrible Podcast, Pittsburgh Steelers Training Camp 2023. It is July 30th, Sunday. I am Dave Bryan from SteelersDepot.com and with me, as usual, fresh off of another trip to Latrobe, St. Vincent College for training camp practice, Alex Kazora. Alex. Happy is Sunday. Happy Sunday.
1: <laughs> Happy Sunday, Dave. Yeah, I'm trying to keep track of all the days as well. It's not Sunday. It's day four of the Pittsburgh Steelers training camp practices. The final one before the pads come on Tuesday, off day on Monday. So, I think everybody is ready for the pads to to come on and these guys to begin hitting. So excited for that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I look forward to that on Tuesday. Boy, these guys better get some rest because they got a gauntlet coming up Mm -hmm. uh, next week there, uh, starting on Tuesday. Uh, All right, before we get going, you want to tell our uh, listeners about our sponsor touring plans?
1: Sure. If you guys have heard the podcast, the last couple of special edition episodes, you've heard about Touring Plans, our continued and longtime partner of the Steelers Depot, Pittsburgh Steelers Training Camp coverage. And uh, if you want to hit them up, if you're planning a trip to Disney, that's the company that you want to talk to to help plan your schedule, your itinerary, where to go, best rides, best hotel rooms to ask, how to save some money. It's very expensive at times, obviously, to, to make that trip to Disney, especially if you have a couple of kiddos along the way so any questions about your disney experience go to touringplans.com and we thank uh, lentesta for being a great um just link to, to, to touring plans and sponsor of the, our uh, training camp coverage.
0: Absolutely, thanks, Len. Uh, at touring plans on Twitter, if you are, are on Twitter, uh, you can reach out and say hi to them that way as well, too. Uh, okay, Alex. Uh, uh, got, I had to remind myself to start off with the housekeeping. It was easy. To, it's easy to remember that too. Uh, uh, can we have a moment of silence,
1: yeah. please? How are you? How are you handling <laughs> today, Dave? I'm very I, sorry. I,
0: I would like to have a moment of silence, please, <laughs> sure. for uh, one Monty. Uh, uh, pot pot a bomb okay that that should do it uh the
1: mullet will be missed he's okay yeah. he's just retired <laughs> for those wondering
0: yeah the steed up boy it's uh, kind of a, a a surprising move i had to look at it four or five times and you know make make sure the uh, pr department uh passed it along and all like that uh he was placed on a reserve retired list uh earlier in the day before practice uh undrafted free agent out of Iowa fullback was given a $10,000 signing bonus to sign uh, this year. Uh, So that'll be, that'll be some dead money in in 2023 and 2024. Uh, I don't know if I, I don't, I don't know if anybody saw this or coming or not. By the way, uh, can I interest you in a Manny Pota bomb jersey? Uh, <laughs> the, no, <laughs> at, at a good
1: price, I'm sure.
0: <laughs> uh, what What are my chances that the students will will have another Pota bomb on the roster I- 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 <laughs> anytime soon? So, no. Look, uh, uh, this is a guy I was looking forward to seeing do some work on special teams and potentially playing a little fullback. You know, during uh, during the preseason there, uh, if you would have told me a Iowa product, uh, either a tight end or slash fullback, would have uh, three four three four days into training camp just decide to up and retire, I uh, probably wouldn't have believed you with the history of that program and all. And man, his 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 blocking tape from last year at fullback was fantastic. Uh, but this will be you know last time that we talk about Monty Potterbaum.
1: Yeah, it is. I don't know what the reason was. Um, obviously, his reps were pretty limited the first couple days of practice. I think he understood it would be a really tough path to make to 53. Um, yeah, the fifty-three. Yeah, but a lot of see-
0: play, a lot of players can sure. say that though.
1: You know, sure. But maybe there's something else he wants to do. Go back home. I don't know what uh, his next plans are, but maybe that was just a personal decision that he made to not try this difficult path uh, where others might, and to go do something else. I I, I don't know the calculation, obviously, but. Uh, that was surprising news to hear about today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think Jonathan Hightritter, uh, you know, he's an Iowa boy. I think he's got a link to uh, Monty. So maybe he'll do some digging to see what happened there. But uh, yeah, uh, no more Monty Potabam, and they'll have to fill that roster spot uh, uh, by t- Tuesday, you would think. There. And we also had another transaction. Uh, we talked last night about. Uh, 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 uh Quan Alexander uh being signed and the reciprocal move uh for that was uh Jared Williams being the tackle being uh waived earlier in today the there. So that was the one for one move there. And then now we'll await the uh uh corresponding move to Monty Potterbaum going on the reserve injured list. I mean uh uh going on retired. the reserve retired list. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and then from the other housekeeping today, in terms of guys not working or were limited, it was a pretty heavy rest day for the veterans. It was kind of the the kids' day to 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 get out there, the young guys to really get opportunities to show versatility. So I think practice had a different feel today, the first three days, kind of more static, you know, kind of got used to where guys were aligning today. They shook things up pretty well, but not practicing, including Minka Fitzpatrick, who was not on the field today for personal reasons. DeMonte Casey does have a boot. On that left ankle, left foot of his, he told reporters that um, he does not consider it serious. He's week to week, should be good for week one, but that's certainly something to monitor. Alfonso Graham is in a sling on that right shoulder, right arm. He's a guy that may get way injured here by Tuesday, would not uh, shock me. Kim Hayward, Isaac Sayamalu, Patrick Peterson, TJ Watt, all getting full rest days. Mitch Trubisky and Chuck wuma Accor for dressed but only went through individual work they did not participate in team and they're fine just giving other guys opportunities for snaps including tanner morgan getting his first snaps in team session of training camp
0: all right now mike tummel was asked if he has any kind of update on casey after practice and he 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 really didn't he said maybe the next time they get together on tuesday he will but uh casey spoke uh, earlier in the day seems that he's gonna kind of take it i don't know week to week he said so uh uh, probably going to get, a, you know, he obviously wants to make sure he's ready for week one. So we'll just have to see how that plays out over the next, uh, uh, couple of days and possibly the rest of the training camp. We'll see.
1: I should note as well that the Marvin Leal, who left early yesterday with some breathing difficulty, per Mike Tomlin, he practiced in full today. And Quan Alexander, right in the team action uh, from the word go. And so contract signed, arrived in Latrobe, went to individual, went through team. I mean, he was a full participant today, wearing number 26.
0: Yeah, you got two 26s, and for people to get confused with that, uh, you, you you know it's not uncommon to have one on offense and one on defense of the same numbers. And you know they've obviously filled out a lot of the, uh, you know, pretty much all the numbers that are available. They they filled out. So uh, uh, don't don't be shocked. One of those guys, uh, if you know, obviously you think uh, Quan's going to make the roster. We'll see about Anthony McFarlane, who's having a nice camp. But obviously one of those two, if they did make the uh, roster, would have to switch uh, uh, switch jerseys there uh okay uh let's get to the offense here uh some mix uh, a lot of shuffling on the offensive line today so let's start with the offensive line let's let's work in a little bit different order here
1: yeah let me pull up uh, what the first team line was and there's some context here as you said a lot of shuffling so it's not this clean first team second team third team but you know for the first snap of seven shots we'll say it was broderick jones this is me working left to right first team broderick jones kevin dodson mason cole james daniels and dan moore jr what, what was happening at left guard was, you you know, the first team, they get four reps. So that that 12 rep team period, Um, that's not seven shots. That's for the full team period. So Kevin Dotson would get the first two reps with the first team. And then Nate Herbig will get the next two reps with the first team. So they were essentially rotating first team reps with Isaac Sayamalu, getting the day off. Roderick Jones, a lot of work today. First team, second team, left tackle. Dan Moore Jr. getting... A lot of action at right tackle with a core four being limited to allow Moore and Jones some opportunities um, where they were at today. And so a lot of moving and shaking there. You saw Nate Herbig getting second team center snaps. Spencer Anderson was everywhere today, both guard spots and right tackle. Um, I think maybe Bill Dunkel might have flipped a little bit left guard, right guard. So, yeah, a ton happening up front today.
0: All right. that's uh that's that's chicken soup for uh uh an offensive lineman uh, rotation soul there you know we talked quite a bit you know how where you know were some of these guys especially a guy like Spencer Anderson was interested to see how much uh kind of flipping around he did uh Little earlier than in, in camp than maybe I expected, but you know, obviously Mike Tomlin wants to take a look at these uh, younger guys and give some of the veterans uh, some time off. Uh, Being the fourth practice in a road to start off camp here, uh, and wow, uh, Herbig, uh, how many snaps would you say Herbig played at center?
1: I could try to try to go ch- track it and All check right, just it. Ballpark. Um, I would say a dozen.
0: All right, well, that's an interesting development there, and.
1: I mean, Omar Khan did mention him in that backup center, uh, I think, answer he gave on the first day of camp or second day, whatever it was. So I guess it's not – he's played, what, like 50 career snaps at center? Not many. Yeah. I mean, he's got 50. I mean, it's not many, but it is more than, you know, one or two. So there's a tiny bit of experience there.
0: Yeah. And I think I wrote up uh, the center experience uh, prior to uh, training camp. And I, I can't, I think, I don't think he played any center in college. If, if memory serves me at, at, at Stanford, if he did, it's very minimal uh, there. Uh, okay. Uh, l- 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 let's see. And it's also good that uh, Dan Moore, you know, I mentioned, you know, of had, had a camp that I my hope was that they would get, uh uh not dan moore uh no dan moore some some a little bit of work at right Mm tackle so that is underway there all right anything that that jumped out on the offensive line as far as practice went obviously no pads on still
1: yeah trying to evaluate is still difficult to do until tuesday that's when the evaluation really starts i think tomlin even kind of made a reference to that uh speaking after practice i thought you know Alex highsmith didn't beat you know broderick jones like 100% wasn't a TKO, but it was like he, he got the edge pretty good on him once in, in an early rep in the team period. But um, good for him to get a lot of reps just for the conditioning standpoint and just seeing High Smith and going against different people. So I thought it was just good for him to get a ton of work today, which he did. Pittsburgh only had 12 offensive linemen working in full, and so that allows a lot of shuffling, a lot of doubling up, and guys to get extra uh, opportunities.
0: All right. uh, The quarterback position, obviously, uh, Mitch, uh, for lack of a better word, I guess a Veterans Day off and uh, that left uh, Kenny, then Mason, then Tanner Morgan. Talk about it.
1: Yeah, Kenny Pickett took a deep shot, had a big, I think he had a 49-yard completion to George Pickens down the right sideline. That was really the play of the day uh, offensively overall. Much better day overall for the offense today than it was yesterday, although still not perfect. Mason Rudolph throwing a pair of picks, both picked off by Kenny Robinson. One in seven shots on a slant in a deep ball that had some pressure, but was kind of a lame duck uh, too far inside that Robinson high pointed and, and and picked off. So a couple of picks for Rudolph, not, uh, not his best day by far. Tanner Morgan, you know, his, his performance was okay overall, but he was pretty aggressive. He didn't just hit check downs and just find the safety valve. We took a couple of shots downfield, maybe a couple of ill-advised uh, throws. There was one, you know, straight middle of the field that was a, probably in about triple coverage that didn't have a prayer to be caught, but um, was batted down by the the safety there, Chris Wilcox, but, I think Tomlin liked the aggressive demeanor for Tanner Morgan to take advantage of this opportunity.
0: All right. Good for him. Uh, Anything else about quarterback?
1: Nope. I mean, that was the three working today. Again, Trubisky, yeah, veteran day off. So, you, you know, Mason Rudolph could run with the twos and for and Morgan to actually get some reps. And so maybe down the road, Mason Rudolph will get a day off and Trubisky will work with the twos and Morgan with the threes. That's probably how they're going to allow Morgan to get some more reps as opposed to last year when, you know, Dokin could not because they were trying to find a ton about Trubisky and, you know, having that quasi battle with things. But the battle not really happening. It's not happening this year for any spot um you don't you can give a guy a day and not kind of feel like oh man what are we what are we missing can we evaluate him some more so um you're going to get some of that structure this year
0: all right running back position and can we include connor hayward in the running back discussion <laughs> today <laughs>
1: i guess you have to he took you know at least two legitimate snaps at running back one shotgun sidecar that was a pass play and then a true handoff like he was at michigan state as sophomore or junior season at running back it didn't go very far it wasn't uh, blocked up too well but it was a true snap at running back so this guy's done basically all you can do offensively for uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers for a skill position guy Um but yeah overall there McFarland continues to catch the ball well show some of the explosiveness the pony work uh, is ongoing I, w- I will say I think it's been and it's small and it's a small sample size but Nashi Harris in the past game has been pretty limited I haven't seen many catches from him so far there was an angle route that He ran today that um, I felt like he could have caught, but just out in front a little bit. So um, Harris has been relatively quiet in the past game.
0: How about a Jalen Warren update? Yeah,
1: again, when the pads come on, that's when Jalen Warren shines with the backs on backers and the downhill kind of bowling ball mentality. Um, So I don't really have a whole lot to note, I guess, on him. Um,
0: McFarland having a nice camp, isn't he?
1: Yeah, a couple of nice days. Now, again, you know, the running backs, I mean, these guys are always instructed to finish their runs. And so it looks like these guys sprint 50 yards every time in the end zone. No one can tackle them, But, um, you know, they're working hard. And McFarland, I I think the real test, and I I know I, I, I harp on this point a lot, but for a guy like him, a veteran in a padless practice, he should look pretty good. He is looking pretty good in pads. Can he hold up in backs on backers? Pass protection never has been his forte. Can he run hard between the tackles when guys can really hit you back? That's what we're going to have to really wait for.
0: All right? Any new developments at the tight end position that's worth notable to talk about?
1: Yeah. Not really updates there overall, besides what all, all that Connor Hayward is doing. Zach Gentry's, you know, made some plays, had a touchdown in seven shots. He's, I think, you know, generally speaking, worked ahead of Darnell Washington. Not a huge shock as he's the veteran over Washington, for rookie who's had a, you know, pretty quiet camp to start, but just don't want to forget his name in this process because Gentry's still got some size and experience, and that's serving him well.
0: All right, uh, let's move on to the wide receivers.
1: Yeah, uh, Calvin Austin showing his speed. Uh, there was a little five-yard shallow cross, and he caught the ball, and he really took off. And so if you were wondering, you know, had he lost any speed or explosiveness coming off the the foot injury, the foot surgery last year, uh, to my knowledge and my observation, he has not. Still still quick, still explosive. The catch radius still an issue. There was, I think, a little jet play out in the left flat, and Kenny threw it to him. A little high, but you know Austin could not make the play, and it it kind of clanged off his hands. And Mark Robinson was coming downhill to give him a little bit of a nudge at the end. And so the the concern with Austin is that he's a guy that just has that really small and limited catch rate issue. Really got to put this one between the numbers for him to to make that play. And so that's a that's a worry going forward. But the the speed, the burst, the big play possibility is there with Calvin Austin.
0: Uh, how did uh, Hakeem Butler follow up his nice day from uh, Saturday?
1: Yeah, it was quiet. I think one target, I think it was Tanner Morgan's first throw that was a little bit high. Um, Trice had good coverage, incomplete, and so not much there. Butler's worked outside quite a bit, more than I thought. I I thought he would see some more slot reps because that was kind of the calling card on him, big slot type. But he's been, I don't want to say exclusively, that's probably inaccurate, but. Uh, From what I can observe, majority of the time playing on the outside.
0: Okay, that's a good update there. Uh, All right. uh,
1: Uh, Cody White, by the way, just continues to make tough catches. It was one on on Trice. It might have been seven on seven, which is a little bit less of a a football environment. But still, um, Cody White's got a good pair of hands.
0: All right, uh, let's move over to the defensive side of the football and the defensive line with a couple of... uh, Did did Ogunjobi work much?
1: Yeah, he was first team, uh, left defensive end today. And so first team... D-line was Ogunjobi, Adams, and Isaiah Latamuk getting extra first-team reps with Cam Hayward getting the day off, and you're getting, rotating in behind him. Um, don't have a ton of updates on those guys in particular. DeMarvin Leal playing some of that stand-up outside linebacker. Beat Spencer Anderson around the around the edge on, on a true stand-up uh, rush there, so that was nice to see from him. Uh, the rest of the group, probably not a ton of notes, but more opportunities for some of those younger guys. Bahoko. Um, was offsides once, but I think had a, a pressure on another uh, instance. And we don't talk about pass rush too much with his game, but uh, he had at least one good pressure today.
0: And didn't you mention did, did did you mention Latter-Milt being uh, didn't didn't I see yeah. something on the first team or no?
1: Yeah, he's first team right defensive okay. end today. Okay. Yeah, with Hayward out. So again, it's young guys getting opportunities, getting extra reps, getting to elevate from second team to first team, thirteen team to second team, and so that was really the theme of the day. And Ladd Mook was, was a guy that benefited from uh, Hayward getting a day off.
0: All right. I will dig deeper into offensive defensive line next week when the pads go on. I'm mm-hmm. sure there. are uh, okay. Uh, inside linebacker talk, uh, you know, what, what, what Quan Alexander did or uh, uh, in his first practice.
1: Yeah. I don't know if I have an evaluation of how well the practice was. He was moving fluidly out there in zone coverage and, you know, he looked comfortable. He was spending a ton of time around linebackers, coach Aaron Curry. And even a Landon Roberts, and I know those guys are kind of quasi battling each other, but Robert seems to take it in stride. And they walked down together when when Alexander first came out of the facility, um, and they were talking on the sidelines. And you got you know Alexander on the tablets after seven shots, just to look over the film with Curry. Um, so I don't have really an evaluation of how he did in the, in the actual team period, but he was out there active for day one and. And that's good to see. Mark Robinson getting some first-team reps. He was eating into Elena Roberts' um, first-team snaps, just like with Dotson and and Herbig. Roberts would get the first two reps of that team period, and then Robinson would come in with the next two and then also get second-team work uh, opposite of uh, uh, Chappelle Russell. And so Robinson getting extra looks, and I think Mike Tomlin had a comment about him. I didn't didn't hear it myself, but can you speak to that, Dave?
0: Uh, I didn't, I was, I, I might've
1: been, maybe I'm wrong on that. It was, I, I know, I know
0: he talked about Kenny Robinson. I, I don't remember. Oh, specific. it was probably
1: Kenny Robinson, not Mark Robinson. Yeah. That, that's my mistake. Okay. My bad. Uh,
0: I'll check the transcript here uh, in, in, in a minute, make sure I didn't miss that or whatnot, but, uh, okay. Uh, outside linebacker or m- more specifically the, the Nick Herbig show. <laughs> well, can I
1: make one more point on the off-ball sure. linebackers with Cole Holcomb? I think he's making some really good plays in coverage Had a breakup on Pat Frymuth on Saturday, and then a really good, like, full extension, two-hand dive break up on an underneath throw to Najee Harris today. And so his run fills have been good. He stuffed Najee, kind of came in free. I don't know if he was really blocked on this play, but still had to run stuff today. I think Cole Holcomb has had a couple of nice practices as he gets a bit more comfortable, and he's a pretty hard worker, one of the first guys down on the field. And so that's all encouraging to see. So I've been uh, encouraged by Holcomb, especially in coverage the last two days.
0: All right, good. Uh, all right, now on to the uh, Nick Herbig show.
1: Yeah, Herbig continues to look good, and first-team reps are him. So TJ Watt is a product of him getting the day. Herbig getting a ton of first-team reps there at, what would that be, left-outside linebacker, Um, and beat Dan Moore around the edge one time. And now Moore, granted, has not had a lot of really time at right tackle, and so he's going to have some adjustments there. But still, Herbig basically beating everybody he's he's facing. I think overall, Dave, the edge guys as a collective group have been really impressive. Obviously, Watt and Highsmith, not much more that needs to be said about them. But Herbig. Um, Marcus Golden's had the occasional good rush paralysis made some plays. He was getting some extra and seemingly elevated reps today. Even Toby and Duque showing some explosiveness and a good first step. So I think just overall, that group has, has done an, a, a pretty nice job.
0: All right. Uh, and it was Kenny Robinson uh, that, okay. that he mentioned. Uh, he says, uh, was appreciative of the playmaking from Kenny Robinson today. Another guy who had an opportunity to rise up uh, because of the short lines. That's a good segue into talking about the safeties then.
1: Yeah, it was the Kenny Robinson show. And he's a guy that showed some ball skills, had a really good uh, interception. I think, I don't know if Mason Rudolph ever saw him. I don't think he did on seven shots. It was a slant over the middle and Robinson kind of hiding behind and stepped right in front of it and and, and picked it off. But the interception the second time, uh, the deep ball, it was a, a 30, 40 yard downfield throw for Calvin Austin. It was too far inside, but Robinson got his head around, found the football, leapt, uh, timed it well at, at at its highest point and picked the pass off. And so that's a guy that, you get two picks in a practice that does not happen too often to anybody. I don't care if you're a starter or backup or, or whatever the case is. So um, Robinson making splash today, and that's going to get you noticed pretty easily and pretty quickly by this coaching staff
0: uh, to catch people up real quick on, you know, maybe, maybe they just joined us after the off season or whatnot. Kenny Robinson was signed to reserve future contract back in January. January, originally a uh, uh, fifth round draft pick in 2020 by the Panthers out of West Virginia. Hasn't had a huge amount of game experience, but he has played some. I mean, he's played in 19 regular season games. I think he has 18 total tackles. He started once even in 2021 with the Panthers. He's logged 188 total defensive snaps, 167 more on special teams. Didn't see any playing time during the 2022 season uh, uh, and the bulk of his Action because the bulk of his action to date has really come during the 2021 season. Uh, and he's been mostly used as a free safety uh in 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 the NFL. So uh man, if he can continue to string stuff together, and you never know how the injuries work out. We always talk about how you know, can a guy make his mark on special teams? So um, you know, maybe he's a guy to to highlight with your highlight marker on on the roster, especially when we get into this first preseason game.
1: He sure showed those free safety ball skills and that's always going to, you know, get the attention. Now you got to be, you know, consistent. And of course he'll have to really excel on special teams. The safety room is relatively crowded right now, but uh, a really good day for him. Now, can he stack it? Can he continue that? That's always going to be the, uh, the expectation and, and the, the next step for a guy like Kenny Robinson, when the pads come on, on Tuesday, other quick notes, trade Norwood getting first team reps today with Minka Fitzpatrick not there Samante Casey injured. And so that was a good opportunity for him and Miles Killibrew playing some linebacker yeah. later in team today. It was uh, him standing next to I think it was Mark Robinson, um, and it was a couple of snaps. It wasn't the whole time, but why not add another inside linebacker op- option <laughs> into that that long list of names?
0: Things I don't want to see during the regular season: <laughs> uh, Miles Killebrew playing either safety or linebacker, uh, right. if, if if we can help it. But look, I was going to ask you. I had this written down. Should we uh are we should we be writing Miles Kellebrew's name in 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 penn at this point?
1: Pretty darn close considering the special I, I imagine he'll be the special team's captain, given the turnover this team has had there in the offseason, given the fact that he's the up back personal protector on the punt team. Um, yeah, I think his odds are are looking pretty good.
0: All right, let's uh end it with a corner cornerback position.
1: Yeah, it was, I believe, Chandon Sullivan first team slot reps today, but Elijah Riley seeing a lot of time inside as well. I thought the rookies, you know, Joey Porter Jr. running well with Calvin Austin, had a breakup in in seven on seven. That's the second time he's done that in four days. So he's showing the speed, he's showing the physicality. had Maybe got there a little bit early, colliding with Dan Chisena on a slant in the, I think it was seven on seven or team period. I can't remember which, but, um, you know, overall, he's defending the whole route tree pretty well. And then Corey Trice Jr, there was one play on the on the Pickens catch that 49 yarder that was Trice in coverage. He got he had the the fatal mistake of looking back for the football while he was out of phase and so Pickens was able to separate more and so you got to you know turn your head get back in phase and then go find the football. That's a teach moment there, but I think he's a he's a really fluid guy covering some of these slants, being able to flip his hips and and, and drive um for that size kind of being a, you know, former safety, higher cut, longer type of dude. He's a pretty fluid athlete.
0: All right. Uh, anything else to add, add about the cornerback position? R- no, Riley, Riley, show up. What's what, Where is Riley mostly playing still? Slot?
1: The slot. Yeah, mostly okay. slot corner. I, you know, they'll bounce in with safety as well. Um, but he's getting a lot of reps and in, in looks inside in the slot.
0: All right. You want to walk us through seven shots real quick?
1: Yeah, let me pull up my notes here and do that. Defense won it 4-3. Came down to the final play. I love whenever it's tied 3-3 for the final play. Things really kind of amp up a little bit more. And the defense won the day. First one, pick it through incomplete to prime Levi Wallace with a good breakup to swat it away. Second one was a really nice uh, concept. I don't know exactly the whole detail of it, but it was a little pick play. I think Johnson, uh, Deontay underneath on a curl, Pickens running to the corner, probably rubbing underneath. Yeah, wide open there in the corner. Uh, Third one was Zach Gentry uh, finding the end zone, a little extended play, pick it to his left down Gentry, um, kind of in that center left corner, not center left side of the end zone. Uh, Next one was uh, Pat Frymuth uh, scoring a little quick out to the right side. Now, let's see. Next one was the Kenny Robinson interception on that slant. Uh, The sixth play was Connor Hayward. Probably should have had the touchdown, could not finish between a couple of defenders, and then nodded at three for the final play. Rudolph sprint right. He wanted Olszewski. The pass really not all that close. I think there was some pressure, good coverage. And so uh, the defense won the day, and I assume they'll get their lobster tonight.
0: All right. Uh, any special teams notes outside of Kenny Pickett kicking some field goals before practice? By the way, I think Kenny's going to make the roster. Uh, <laughs> position, that position flexibility and all. You know, the more you can do, the right. more you can do. I, I think Kenny Pickett's a lock. I'm going to go on record
1: got that 1940s. I'll be the kicker. I'll be the quarterback. I'll be the, <laughs> the cornerback. Like, I'll do all those things. Um, but, yeah, they were having some fun. He's got Kenny Pickett as a stronger leg than Mitch Trubisky. If you're wondering mm. about that, for, when the Madden ratings come out, we get to check that. Does Kenny Pickett have right. more kick power than Mitch Trubisky? He should from uh, 27 yards out. Um, no, not a ton today. They just did field goals. Um, no no punting. You know, Mike Coleman had some praise of Calvin Austin in, in a punt return. It was not a real return, but just kind of a get-up-field Drill with some defenders on you. He made a nice cut. Uh, Austin did and got some praise from Mike Tomlin. Um, but that's about the extent of the notes I have there.
0: All right, uh, let's uh, borrow from Scott Van Pelt's best thing you saw today. How about that, uh, Alex? I like it. What like is it. what is the best thing you saw today on Sunday? Joe, I'm, I'm going to vamp for you a little bit so you can rattle around here. <laughs> I have thing- the answer. You oh, you, as as we, I'm ready. we have an answer.
1: I <laughs> have the answer. I feel like this should be at midnight with the camera swinging in. It's Scott Van Pelt, uh, as he always does. Kenny Robinson, man, two picks in a day like that, that, that really gets you noticed. I know that sometimes I talk about the nitty-gritty of X's and O's and playing inside-out, coming to balance, all that kind of stuff. But you pick off passes in practice. You pick off two against a veteran like Mason Rudolph. That second one, especially to, to track the ball and high point it, and make plays like that. This is an aggressive secondary. They led the or they tied for the NFL lead in interceptions last year with 20 to They're lost. And it's all about taking the ball away. It's not good enough just to force punch. You want to create splash plays that really can change the, uh, the tide of the game. And Kenny Robinson did that twice. So, again, just one day, Pat's got to come on. Don't want to fade, but Kenny Robinson, a big day for him.
0: All right. We'll see how he follows it up with the old ebbs and flows and tides of uh, of, of training camp here. All right. Uh, the students are obviously off on Monday. They'll be back at it on Tuesday and they practice uh, all the way up through Sunday, I believe, because uh, the next day off. I don't think it's until uh, a, Monday. Week, a week yeah. from Monday. So uh, you better rest up man, because mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're going to have to work next week for sure there, but uh, uh, you can everybody can read uh, Alex's uh, daily diary report on SteedersDepot.com, be pinned, uh, stickied up to the top of the page there, uh, and uh, let's see, I think we got everything, so uh, Alex and I will be back on Monday morning, bright and early, with a full edition of the Terrible Podcast. In the meantime, you can follow me on Twitter at Steders Depot. follow Alex on Twitter at Alex underscore Kazora, follow the show at Terrible Podcast. Email the show, the terrible podcast at gmail.com. If you like what we do and want to donate to the cause, studersdepot.com, hit the donate button up right, navigational bar. Also, if you'd like an ad free version of the site, studersdepot.com. Hit the ad-free button, upper right navigational bar. Alex, good job. I really, uh, and that's a very thorough report today as well, too. If if you haven't read it, get over there and read it uh, tonight. Uh, Until Monday, as always, thanks for listening to The Terrible Podcast, another special edition of The Terrible Podcast, Pittsburgh Steelers Training Camp 2023 with Dave and Alex.